0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at Brentfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
1: Yeah, I'm Flint Dilley, and you're listening to uh, Knowing is Half the Podcast. I mean, it's really Knowing is Half the Battle, and I, I
2: don't know why they put this pod. We didn't have podcasts in the 80s. I, I, don't, I don't know what they're
1: doing with that. But anyway, they, that's what you're listening to. He never gives up, he stay till the fight's won G.I. Joe of Day. Buddy and welcome back to your favorite G.I. Joe podcast show. We're talking about G.I. Joe. Are we though? Are we though? Well, we're not, Chan, but <laughs> in the confines of this podcast, we are. Guys, okay. For the record. To so pull we're back the curtain. At 27 and a half minutes of recording. Yes. Me and Chan just did a Food Network Star podcast. <laughs> we
3: just talked about yeah. Well, Gina's. That's going to be the, the bonus phone. app. That's going to be the bonus episode. <laughs> is that our
1: bonus episode? Yeah, a, a you halfway... guys you
3: guys going into in-detail things, but hey, it'll help get us a whole different demographic. Guys,
1: welcome <laughs> back to Knowing is Half the Food Network Star. <laughs> it's a great show. Uh, it's a great show. Everybody it. should be watching it. But uh, we're talking about G.I. Joe today, and my name is Ray Stekanis. I'm Robert Chan.
3: I'm Gina Ippolito. <laughs> you are
1: way too pleased about <laughs> that. Why aren't we doing a Food Network
2: Star <laughs> podcast? Here's the thing. People have asked me to do podcasts before. Um... And what it comes down to is the world does not need another podcast about a niche subject. Uh, How dare you? With my opinion. they And I don't need another white dude giving their opinion about something that doesn't matter. But
1: somebody's going to do it, so it might as well be us. Somebody's <laughs> going to do
2: it. And
1: they're going to expend
2: a great deal of – well, no, they're going to expend a minimal amount of effort generally just to be able to hear their voice. Uh, and they're going to get uh, 40 listeners and, man, man, I don't want to live that life. But those 40 people are going to be awesome. Especially given that I already do two podcasts. You so at, a, at some point you have to like, – at- as do really? I. I like, Because like, I could literally do a podcast about anything that I am watching and or reading and or listening to. You
1: literally have the studio here in Chanchen North, your, right. your place of residence. Right. So really, it would be literal nothing to you to just record a podcast.
2: Exactly. And I will not do that because I
1: am not Adam Carolla. <laughs> and I will never <laughs> be God. Adam Carolla. Yeah. Who who want to be successful like that guy? Who would want to hate women
3: like that guy? Okay, well,
1: that might be true, yeah. Well, not, not Chan, that's for sure. Yeah, Certainly not. Certainly not. Well,
2: and here's the thing. If you do enough podcasts, eventually you will start saying awful things because your brain just runs out of stuff to say. That is correct. Um, and that that is the inevitable
1: result of doing too many podcasts at one time. There it is. Well, we're talking about an episode called The Great Alaskan Land Rush. Oh, right. We're doing G.I. Joe. Yeah, we're talking about G.I. Joe today. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Uh, I now you should be all up on this episode right here. Because, because I'm I, I watched you.
3: it out of order. That's right. And several weeks ago. Because you
1: watched it about a month ago thinking it was the next episode and it was not.
3: But Ray thinks that this is the craziest episode ever. And I think he's forgotten every other episode <laughs> we've ever watched. Yeah, that's like, pretty accurate. Like, you, there's no way you can say that this is crazier than... <sighs> Egyptian gods. I, somehow, though. Putting people through trials.
1: Listen, I guess my whole deal is once you establish, like, a world and you create rules, as long as you stay in the confines of those rules, no matter how crazy to a place it takes you, it's still cohesive. My problem with this episode, of The Great Alaskan Land Rush, is that they kind of, like, very loosely create rules. The rules don't make sense, and then they sort of break them anyway. And i am uh, it's just very, very confusing you know no, to me. No, you're going to have to uh, be specific about yeah. that Yeah, I don't think that that's the case. I don't, we'll get yeah. to it as we point through the episode mm. and go through it. Maybe I'm wrong and you guys can shame me back.
3: I'm pretty sure you're o- definitely always wrong.
1: Oh, well, that's a good, probably a good starting yeah. point for any conversation we're having. Well, the, uh, it starts in D.C. and I know that because the Washington Monument's right there.
2: Before that, let's talk about another D.C. Oh, yes. David Karen. Oh, yes, the author of the, of the episode. Show. Yes writer of uh a lot of television um okay, cool. he's uh he's done uh, he did tech war uh he did diagnosis murder tech martial war. law is
1: that the william shatner one yeah okay
2: this is a dude who's is done a lot of uh genre tv work just you know cranking out episodes of this and that he did uh an episode of star trek next generation uh some he-man super mario brothers super show that's a great show uh, spencer for hire for heaven's sake Here's the thing. Also, in an episode of uh, New Twilight Zone, uh, here's the thing. He is also the writer of, in GI Joe terms, "The Viper is Coming."
1: Oh, so, yeah. one of our favorites, as
2: well as "Battle of the
1: Train of Gold." So okay. he is, was oh, solids! solids. I, this episode reminded me a ton of Battle for the Train of Gold, so I'm glad yeah, to know I it was written by the same guy. Tonally, they're very similar. Yeah,
2: I noticed that you were uh, talking a lot of shit about him, all of a sudden you seem to be dialing things back a little. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: oh no, he's a great, this is a great episode. Well, I realized fantastic. all the mistakes I've made in this town, Chan, so I should <laughs> stop trash talking writers. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, isn't that guy your boss right now? Don't worry about that. uh <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, so, the G.I. Joe is transporting a whole bunch of documents to the new National Archives. The mm-hmm. Constitution, the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. What is it, a billion dollars worth of history? Something to that effect, I yeah. Know, I, mean, well, I did what, not
1: look up how
2: much. What the is the price of the of, Constitution? Uh, like, how well, much is God, the that's Constitution That's a good question. That's a good
3: worth. American question. Here on July 5th. How much do you think the Constitution is worth? Is it worth your freedoms? <laughs> oh, Jesus. <geez. laughs> But also, before we get to that, there's an old lady, and I immediately wrote off, wrote the Baroness. Clearly the Baroness. Like, clearly. <laughs> yes. yes. Clearly the Baroness. I just Baroness. have written
1: down here, of course that's the Baroness. With a big yeah. old phallic camera. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no tourist looks like that and isn't the Baroness. <laughs> I'm just saying, if I'm out anywhere and I see anybody who kind of looks like that person, uh-huh. I'm just going to walk up to them and be like, I know
3: who you are. <laughs> wow. Okay, You're going to get on. maced a lot. You're going to get pepper sprayed a lot.
2: I mean, what's, what would change? Uh, this... Uh... <laughs> Uh, the, uh, the, okay, hold on. I'm going to get the exact quote because I want to make sure that uh, I am correct in this.
3: We're escorting a billion dollars worth of history to the Ooh. new
2: Billion dollars worth of history. Okay, and that does that includes everything in
3: whatever in else the is in ten yeah. trucks
2: or whatever. So it's not. I mean, it's possible. But for the record, uh, a copy of the Constitution um, owned by George Washington. Mm-hmm. And it was personally annotated by him, and a copy of the Bill of Rights. Um, inside of a book that he had mm-hmm. was sold a few years ago for almost $10 million. That's it? $9 million, dollars.
3: Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. So but those aren't
2: the Bill of Rights and the
1: Constitution. I mean, it's a
2: copy of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights annotated, like, handwritten, handwritten by
1: George Washington. By George motherfucking Washington. That's a pretty big deal right there. <laughs> I guess a billion dollars. That just means that, like, when uh, 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 Steve Ballmer just bought the LA Clippers for $1.2 billion, what a mistake. He could have bought the actual Constitution and the Bill of Rights.
3: Yeah, but can the Constitution win a Super Bowl? Wait, are the Clippers a Super They're a, they're team? a basketball <laughs> team, Gina. Can the Constitution win a I mean, N- basketball answer, NCAA playoffs? That's people.
1: college. That's keep you're going backwards. Um, <laughs> Can they
3: win the World Series nope, of baseball? Nope, Can nope. they win the World
1: Series of poker? That is not nope nope. Uh, here's the deal no. Although Steve Ballmer is apparently a great poker player, so maybe <laughs> um, By the Constitution is all I'm trying to say. Like you put that up in your house, you get laid. I I'm would sorry. Con- I would constantly
3: be worried my place would catch fire and it would be ruined. Not my problem.
1: <laughs> I'm a billionaire. What do I care? I I,
2: I am curious because I, I I think it is likely that those are so rare and so specific to um, the nation yeah. that it's probably not possible to sell. Right. Uh, yeah. Like the like the actual what? the documents. If you yeah.
1: break in and you steal the Constitution, who do you even sell it to? Well, that's the thing, is that there
2: are plenty of instances of this where uh, famous works of art are stolen, and basically you know, rich people will buy them on the black wa- market, and they don't ever get to, like, they can't be all like, oh, look, here's my copy of the yeah. Mona Lisa. You gotta to hide
3: Lisa. it in a closet well, somewhere. Well, we already yeah. know where the Mona Lisa is. It's in Cobra Commander's... Cobra <laughs> yeah. Commander. Well, they just got taken back by in the a, government. Uh, yeah, in a vault. yeah. So it's in a vault. Buried
1: under a bunch of gold. <laughs> fact. Yeah. Yeah, who's, who's Well, as it turns out, the character we all completely saw coming is the Baroness. Mm-hmm. Sure. Was the Baroness, guys. Or... Ooh, yay. Uh, so then they they have a big battle. They attack the trucks, and they steal oh, seemingly... Also, deep... all televipers. I don't, I don't televipers. know why that is.
3: Also, if you have the constitution in your truck, maybe have it better secured. Like, the like, Joes have a history yeah. have of a this kind of thing. Have on the back <laughs> of the true. fucking truck, yeah. maybe. Like, they're like, ooh, who should we trust? Oh, these people that have... Time and time again, been attacked and lost shit. Didn't
1: it feel like this is the kind of operation though, where you say you've got the Constitution on the truck, and then you actually like do it? One guy in a briefcase. Well, I mean, they, who just like sneaks it in the back door? That's basically y- what they did. Yeah. Is that like
2: they had like ten trucks, and uh-huh. it was only in one of them, and the rest were all de- somewhere right. decoys. Well, Cobra
1: and... attacks it, steals one of the trucks, but it's the one that quote unquote has nothing of value in it. Right. Yeah. Mm. And what's the thing of value that's in there? It's the it's the uh, uh, Seward file. Yeah. yeah,
3: yeah. Which is seemingly pretty goddamn important if you, if you break well, it Well, no, down. it's only the, – the reason that they think it's not important is because no one knows where the seal is. So technically uh, they're okay. right because it's basically like – it's basically just saying information, but unless you have the seal, that information is useless. So well, to them, they're like, oh, this isn't important. Uh, okay.
2: Let's just take a moment here and talk about this file. Uh, inf- basically what Could, they're saying is – set
1: this up. You looked it up. I did. Okay. Um, it's a real
2: thing. Well, no, the Seward, the Seward file is not a thing. It's sort of this made-up thing that... Oh, uh, um, that I'm wrong. Uh, what they're actually talking about would be the treaty of session between the United States of America and Russia, which is basically the document that says, uh, you know, like, this is what we're selling to you and this is how much. I'm um, so, I mean, if you, you can look it up and see, you know, basically like uh, Article 1 is like, uh, His Majesty, the Emperor of all the Russias, agrees to cede to the United States. Blah 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 blah. We're going to give you this much. Uh, Article two is like from this island to this island, and from this space to this space, and there are various. So who's selling days. it? Second paragraph. What we're selling. Yeah, and then things like like all of the all of the buildings that aren't owned, you know, by people. Mm-hmm. That's all yours. Okay. Um. This um. Uh, <laughs> with the exception of uncivilized native tribes. Oh. Um. All become uh, united. The people who lived there, they were Russian. They had three years to return to Russia. Otherwise, you're American now.
1: Yeah. Congratulations. You're now American. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Um, That's kind of cool, though. Okay. But but, yeah, I did read through this entire thing to see if there was some like weird little, you know, a little quirk thing in there. Because basically what it is, is they're they're saying like, uh, um, yeah, there was a little sentence in there that wasn't meant to be a big deal. It's just like. To make this whole deal official, you have to get the seal, which is um. I mean, it looks like an upside down uh, Holy Grail. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes,
3: and and also this is then uh, G.I. Joe. This episode turns into the movie Rat Race.
1: It sort of does. Sure. Yeah. Yes, I'm mm-hmm. a fan of that movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, because of course I am,
3: <laughs> <laughs> Of
1: course.
3: All because of this um, uh, uh, seal on this, in this, in this file.
2: It is uh, pretty fun, actually, though. To, um, you can look it up. You can take a look at um, the actual check uh, that was cool. made out for $7,200,000 $7, in gold. That's,
3: That's what the check cool. was good yeah. for. I um, I'd take that check.
1: Sure. You take about any check right now,
3: Gene. Yep, <laughs> who are you yep, talking about? Yep. Um, so well, send me checks for gold, listeners. Thank you.
1: Uh, we get introduced to a brand new character to the G.I. Joe universe Gurgi Potemkin. Gurgi.
3: New Jersey. Lives in New Jersey. where Gurgi is from, guys. He's, That's my home state. He's
1: <laughs> very clearly like Ukrainian or Russian. At this time, it was all USSR. So, But he's very clearly from Russia, right? Like, mm. is that the yeah, vibe that we got? Yeah. Yep. He, His name yeah. is Gurgi. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You would think, you know, being a, an, a... But he's a used car salesman in New, New Jersey. Uh-huh. Where Tomax and Zaybott found this guy and decided he's the guy to give the power to.
3: Yeah, it was... I mean, I'm assuming he paid them something. Well, to get,
1: n- n- well I mean, he's the he, figurehead. He knew about this little quirk in the uh, the treaty. Well, did he know or did they tell him? That's well, the part I was confused about.
2: It's. I'm trying to... I, I believe maybe that uh, his family... Uh, had the seal? Perhaps what they did was they uh, like whatever whatever cast made that original seal. Like some some clever dude was like, I don't oh, make another one of these. Uh, and you know, like, uh, oh, I, I just figured he
1: faked from the
2: ground up and just said nobody yeah. knows what it looks like. I
3: thought he did too. This is
2: it, obviously. Well, I mean, it looks exactly the same. And that's so a obviously. strange
1: coincidence of life.
2: I, th- I think it probably his, f- his his family did it, and it was a family heirloom. And then uh, he sort of found out. Who knows how? Just accidentally, it's like, okay. Wait a minute, this this thi- this thing. Oh my god, I could own Alaska! And he was looking around for people to like because yeah, what do you get, you can't just walk up to the White House and be like, I own Alaska. So he was looking for people that would be able to
3: Prop back him up.
1: Him up. Yeah. yeah,
3: but he clearly he knows it's fake because at some point they say if the if they realize it's fake, blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. he knows it's not real.
1: Yeah. Right. But and this is the part where I'm confused of is that did he find extensive enterprises or did they find him, give him the fake, and prop him up as the guy? Because who cares about this guy? No. If it all goes south, we can throw him under
2: the bus. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was a family heirloom. Okay. And he, you know, like he knew that it was fake, but also the other one was lost, and this one is almost as legitimate.
1: Guys, you're going to go ahead and we're going to figure this out from the people. Guys, hashtag family heirloom or hashtag extensive enterprises set it up. Let us know on Twitter (laughs) at G.I. Joe podcast. Please please
2: make these hashtags reasonably succinct
1: so they actually fit in 140 characters. This will all fit, Chan. Thank you. Hashtag extensive enterprises made it up or hashtag family heirloom. You guys make the decision. Hashtag please shorten your hashtags, Ray. (laughs) Just tweet please. those at GI Joe podcast, and we will we tweet, will love them. Tweet
2: em. hashtag, please shorten your hashtags, Ray, uh, and I will send you something nice. You're gonna get science jerk stickers. I know. <laughs> uh, actually, I'm gonna make uh, I'm gonna make a uh, uh, knowing us not the podcast stickers.
3: What? From that, uh, this is big news, guys. This is the this first is, we're hearing is, about. Is, it? Is, does this mean we're famous? We this means we're legit.
2: I mean, I've had these science jerks. Stickers for a long time, and yes, I am have. not <laughs> in any way legit. So wow,
1: Fair enough. Uh, so we learn, about the, uh, we learn about the ownership of the Great Seal of Alaska, which we've just kind of discussed around. And we meet the governor of Alaska, and I'm the only person who's thought to themselves, oh, this is how Sarah Palin actually like, got fired. She was there. Somebody walked into her office and just said, oh. Sarah, I have the great seal of Alaska. I've been charged oh. now. And she went, finally, I can just go ahead and quit.
2: I thought she meant that that was how she got her job. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that would yeah, surprise me. That would, that, Found a fancy goblet in her, uh, uh, in her basement. It was like, yeah. oh, this looks nice. Is that
3: any
1: less believable than an entire state of people thought she was competent to no. run their government?
3: I think that's exactly how she got the job. <laughs> I think she brought something in and just told whoever was there, yep. I'm in charge now, and they're like, eh, <laughs> "All right, I don't really care." So, and it's and, Alaska, fucking yeah. So yeah. Is
1: there a sound file that you could please just grab for me, Chan? And this is the and this is the governor of Alaska's response. He just wonders what's happening, and his inflection is exactly the same as I had as I was watching this scene. What's happening? Am I losing my mind? <laughs> There's just a certain amount of incredulousness. <laughs> uh. What's happening? I don't even I'm just are you real? Here's the Are thing. you
3: ghosts? It's a reasonable question to ask when that hap- when something yeah. like that happens.
1: Well, I mean,
2: w- what if this were actually a thing? What if the treaty actually did say that and what if someone actually had that seal legally? They could be one hundred percent correct that I now own,
1: but you'd have to. Alaska. There's a process for going through the courts to get, because obviously it would be disputed, and then let the courts decide. Apparently, everybody in Alaska knows about this thing mm-hmm. because they walk in with the seal, show it to the secretary, and say, "Get lost!" And she goes, "Guess I'm fired. You're in charge now." I mean, I think
2: that right? you can just do that if you uh, walk into stones. any place with enough, yeah, swag, or yeah, and yeah. With a clipboard. You're like, "Sorry." That's the way it is. You're fired.
3: Also, I think like like maybe maybe that person is going to take them to court. But this is all the you know, like when you get a when you get an order against a book to like stop selling it or you get right. an order against a product while it's sorted out. Mm-hmm. Like that's the equivalent of this. Like a guy's like, hey, yeah, cease I've got desist. this seal. Get the hell out. And The guy's like, ah, crap. OK, now I got to get a lawyer. Mm -mm. Yeah, but I would think the people who are
1: already set up in power would have the authority to uh, stay there until it gets sorted out after the dispute is raised. It doesn't automatically default to the people who are forming the dispute. Here's the thing. We don't know that the governor may not have just wanted to take a long-ass vacation. Also true, yeah. Cool.
2: I'm going to deal with this. I'll deal with this in three weeks. I'm going to the Bahamas.
3: Yeah, I would do that.
1: I mean, I just plain wouldn't live in Alaska. Sorry, everybody. (laughs) Start there. Uh, so uh, And so uh, Gergie does what any normal person would do um, upon getting governorship of Alaska. Uh, and he now owns it. He does a television commercial. Yeah. Just to be clear, not governorship, ownership. Ownership. He yeah, owns
3: okay. it
2: entire. All of that. Uh, so.
3: But then immediately starts ordering things, which I'm not yep. sure. Is he using Alaska's budget to order these? No, things?
2: no, no. He owns everything in Alaska now. So if anybody wants that oil that comes through the pipeline... Or they want, uh, you know, the the minerals that are coming out of the ground, yeah. the
1: mining. I sort of assume extensive enterprise that says, here's $10 million, yeah. and this is just like a starter thing, because obviously you don't have the money yet. A lot of, like, agents would work that out with people about to sign big contracts. Mm-hmm. You know, here's some money you can get started on your life with. Obviously, it's a loan. We'll get it back with interest. But, I mean, you're going to make $100 million in a sec, so who cares yeah. <laughs> about this first mm-hmm. 10? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he, 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 he goes back to apparently his used car sales salesman persona is Honest Gurky. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he go he, he does a television commercial, it doesn't appear on CNN, doesn't, you know, go on television, doesn't talk to the papers, doesn't call the Associated Press. Instead, mm-hmm. he decides, you don't be good here, infomercial. Sure.
3: <laughs> yeah, he wants to save that money until he can get it.
1: I mean, what's he even advertising? Hey, do we have the ad? Can we pull the... Uh... He I- wants people to
3: get that fuck out. It's true. That's what he's advertising. <laughs> <laughs> Gurgi he's your pal. Honest has got your
1: deal. Come down to Honest Gergie. Honest has got news for all you folks in Gurgi land what you used to call Alaska. You gotta go, and I mean go, but right now, I got the seal, which means by law, I get all 586,400 square miles, and you get diddly. So, get another Gurgi land before I have to kick you out. I guess there's just a part of this that this is, you know... I just even wrote down right here, I'm just like, what is up with this story? This is even far-fetched for a G.I. Joe, and we will deal with aliens in season two.
3: Again, again, mm-hmm. I don't, I think you're wrong. I think this is just, <laughs> this is just b- slightly boring, this honestly. Is,
2: this is normal. This is, yeah, yeah. This, there's a little bit of uh, political wonkery involved. Yeah, yeah. and that's um, it. That's it. Although I will say, I do enjoy his seal, his personal seal, which is now on the uh, the wall of presumably the governor's office yeah. uh, in uh, faux lacrosse, and says, all you can us, take us.
3: <laughs>
2: I like fun. it. Fun. I will that. say,
3: uh, uh, this is how not crazy this episode is. At some point... <laughs> at, some well, point
2: at some point uh, 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 Donald Trump is going to do this. Yeah, He's going yeah. to waltz into Alaska yeah. and say, I own you. So.
3: At some point in the episode we meet uh, a group of Cossacks. Yes, yeah. we do. That's and, another moment. Yes. And uh, um, I thought oh... Are these people like did the seal keep them young for all these years is it like a it's like magic? Well yeah like you know like the the um the guardian of in Indiana Jones yeah. the guy who guards Yeah the Holy Grail. Right. The Holy Grail is like 800 years old. Right. So I had a moment of like oh yeah so so they live in this town with this seal and okay. the seal is keeping them all young so when Duke is like oh these must be the descendants I was like oh They're really not doing anything crazy this episode. Okay.
1: Well, you know what? Maybe that was how it was originally written—that it was the same people, and then maybe they rewrote it because they realized they were going too far. No. No.
2: This is is more of a uh, uh, the last Japanese soldier who was on an island still thought World War II was being fought. Yeah. You know, except it's you know like yeah, except he decided to build a village. Because he had a bunch of uh, pals with him, and
3: yeah, know. I'm just saying there was a lot of room for crazy in this episode, and they didn't really deliver for okay. me.
1: Well, we get back, we meet the October <laughs> Guard. Not everybody crazy enough is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay,
3: guys, the October Guard. Welcome back, October
1: Guard. Some I'm of my sorry, favorite you mean characters. Red October. Excuse me, Red October. <laughs> Apparently, their
2: names they didn't change, change it
1: interchangeably <laughs> depending on how Russian we feel like making them <laughs> since they're bad guy Russians and not good guy Russians. They went from the October Guard uh-huh. to Red October mm-hmm. in the height of Reagan's uh, uh, friend. Against everything Russian, (laughs) Um, and so we meet them. And of course, since they're bad guys, this episode they say, "Oh, this is a perfect chance to get Alaska back from Mother Russia." Yeah. If we find the seal, why not? And then they give an amazing quote of uh, a Vince Lombardi, (laughs) which doesn't strike me as that would be the vernacular the Russians would use. Is nineteen sixties pro football coaches? Oh, you don't think you don't think Mm. that would be their go to phrase? I
3: feel like maybe it's you know maybe they watched a lot of American TV and that's what they came came back with there you go done
2: yeah Yeah, it's a spy Mm -hmm. uh, you know what i would say about
3: that well
1: just you wait
3: oh man it's russia just you
1: wait uh cut over to gi joe who were playing floor poker which i thought was a little bit weird yeah there's no tables in this aircraft whatsoever
2: i actually wrote that in all caps but then i realized this is a cargo plane they're not supposed to be back there anyway they should be in the goddamn cockpit
3: they are always gambling by the way
1: yeah Mm -hmm. soldiers gamble gina i don't know if you knew this not legal uh, oh, yeah. Let's arrest him. We're going to arrest Duke and Scarlet for illegal gambling. Uh, are we
2: going to now talk about... Uh, I, I do enjoy the uh, the trope of gung-ho with the four aces. And you know shit's going to go down because you're like, I just want to make this money. I want to make this money. And then something's going to go wrong, so he doesn't actually... You Can't know. win the money. Yeah. right. Uh, air defenses. Air defenses, Chan. I would like to talk about to this, To yes. your stations. Mm-hmm. Go to the place where you would normally go to defend this plane Against attack.
1: We have a plan of defense. Please follow the plan that we have enacted on this airplane. This is how it happens all Mm -hmm. of the time. Guys, be normal. This is a normal thing you have trained for. Yes. And what is Duke's uh, station, Chan? Uh... It's to bust out the
2: window of the motherfucking airplane (laughs) and start shooting out (laughs) like we're at the fucking Alamo. (laughs) What is even happening here? I think
3: I seriously think that this is all Duke's slow decline, (laughs) like his his slow decline into insanity. He's been getting grumpier. This episode, he's making more jokes than usual. I think he's losing his mind.
1: Finally, all those shots to the head are finally taking their toll. Yeah.
3: I yeah. think I think that's what it is. I think it's like the <laughs> madness of King George. People are going to be like, should we talk about the fact that like Duke is pretty weird right he's now? He's been like
1: naked for 3 straight days. Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did find it amazing that he says basically follow the plan, go to your air defense stations and then immediately runs to the nearest <laughs> window and shatters it. It's like, yeah. "Oh, Duke." Telling you he's gone crazy. Jesus Christ. What is he? Well, on? the plane goes down. Sorry everybody. <laughs> they crash somewhere in Alaska. Yeah. Apparently, their air defenses
2: weren't as uh, airtight as they s- expected. Can I was. go
1: ahead and put it on the record? That plan sucked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Nobody got sucked out the window. Hey, which is good, but also
1: uh, not that, that ac- particularly accurate. It's frankly, <laughs> it's frankly shocking that nobody got sucked out of a window during that battle. Yeah. Um, more power. So this is a scene, Jija. Jija. Gija, Yeah, Chicha. that's my name.
3: Chicha. I am a Brazilian superstar. <laughs>
1: my name is Shusha. Yeah. Uh, Gorgi, as Gina said, he calls Neiman Marcus and starts ordering uh, one. Tr- Six Rolls roses, three Ironman yeah. robes, a uh, dozen rings, and a platinum bathtub. And they tell him specifically that Alaska is worth $1 trillion. Close to a trillion. Yeah. Uh basically yeah. that that's what that's the level of money we're looking at here. If he was to I guess liquidate the entire state of Alaska, a trillion feels a little low. I don't know, maybe I'm yeah, crazy. Yeah.
3: I mean, I guess because it does have a lot of oil. I I was trying to think like what would I do if I had Alaska? And I feel like I would just make like the uh, the sweetest hugest like paintballing site slash, you know, like just like a just a gaming center. That you like a huge scavenger hunt. I would basically use Alaska for my own personal games.
1: Gina, I think the reality is, yes, you would do that, but mm-hmm. you'd also find some Alaskan habitat, like, like a moose, and you would befriend a moose. Oh yeah, I totally see you like they riding legally, in like a mountie.
3: Yeah, they legally all the animals in Alaska would legally have to be friends with me if I yeah. took it over. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. legally uh, polar bear. Um, it says right here, I own the seal. You got to be <laughs> nice and let me ride you.
3: But I also would not let people get to that oil. I'd be like this this will be your opportunity to figure figure your crap out America.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Yeah. There it is. <laughs> so. Chan, what would you do with Alaska if you uh if you suddenly decided realized you owned Alaska?
3: I know Chan's just going to be like I would fuck on every surface in Alaska. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's a lot of unpleasant surfaces on Alaska. That is not going to Also uh, it wouldn't be uh, me for the most part that would be having to deal with that. It would have to be my paramour because if we're doing a missionary position, well, they're the ones going to be laying down on the uh, cold true. rock that's and true. the, the yeah. snow. There's a lot of snow in Alaska, Gina. And that <laughs> is a
1: terrible, terrible idea. Chan is very strict. He'll only do missionary positions. That is, I mean, we know yeah, this about Chan. If I
2: have to do it on on, on some black tar sands, if, I of you... course it's
1: going to be missionary <laughs> position. I really thought the staple was, if I have to have sex, <laughs> yeah, I guess it will be missionary position
3: (laughs) we just learned a lot about Jan good
1: job so the snow cats all come out of the the, the cargo uh, plane they decide they're gonna go a hundred miles north of the peak to their destination at which point red October shows up as the uh, the wily bad guys of this episode and just gun down a mountain bury the Joes in snow and the Joes kind of look up and be like oh those guys
3: oh dang I it mean, they, have- they were buds with them a few episodes ago yeah, yeah. and
1: yeah. that's the
2: thing is they didn't murder them they just like stopped them
1: you
3: Like yeah. slow down yeah. yeah they're rat racing
1: this mm-hmm. and so G.I. Joe is forced on foot now yep. to go a hundred miles in Alaska which seems hard Sure, and then but it goes in the sequences they're freezing, uh-huh. and then the next sequence is they're like baking in some the sort sun, of volcanic wasteland in the middle of Alaska. Where the fuck That's are they thing, right? right now? I, I mean, don't know my lot about Alaska. I'm not gonna lie, I'm limited in my knowledge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But are there areas that look like the jungle right next to the frozen areas in Alaska?
2: I'm gonna say yes.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna say yes Why too. Not? Sure. That if you Google Alaskan jungle, some weird stuff is gonna come up.
2: <laughs> I mean. There's got to be at least one nice place to fuck. And I feel like <laughs> the jungle is
1: that. Because they're all sweating and stuff. And it's just it was just weird to me. Sure, that, sure. Like, I don't know. That's just strange. To me. We had an, an excellent Karl Marx reference. Chan, do we have a sound poll for me?
3: By the way, there's an Alaska yes. Rainforest Sanctuary. Okay,
1: there you go. So that must that's be where, where they were. we hmm. on those Red October wackos. I'll make them wish Karl Marx was Brownchill's brother. We- Which is like, that's a good
2: communism. Good communism. I mean, uh, nice to make that connection, but it doesn't, I mean, he's going to make, he's going to make them sad by making them think that Karl Marx was Groucho Marx's brother. So Karl Marx is also a a well-respected comedian?
3: No, I could see like uh, people thinking, oh, this guy got this job because of a long bloodline of strong Russian people. And then being like, oh no, it's just like some. What? Are you, ass?
2: What, what are you talking about? I don't know. Like, what she's it would doing. be like
3: finding out that the Queen of England is like Weird Al's sister.
2: <laughs> okay, okay, no, no, no. I that makes sense. Get, it? get I it? I got you. I do get yeah, you, now. Yeah.
1: Awesome. Uh,
3: I yeah, mean, yeah, thank you. What Jr. they're
1: really saying here is they're obviously communists right. cuz they're Russian yes. and Karl Marx is the father of modern communism. Yes. So the boy they wish they weren't communist anymore. They'll wish Karl Marx had never come up with communism. They'll wish he was Groucho Marx's brother and so there was no communism ever. And therefore they would not be opposing so us they're still when I punched them in the face.
2: The uh, Iron uh, Fist of the czar. Yeah. And the uh, sure wish they had
1: that European mm-hmm, forms mm-hmm. of. Uh, I mean, that's yeah. what he's getting at right there. <laughs> I got you. I'm not saying it's a great point. I'm saying okay. at least it's a good poll. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of depth to that. G.I. <laughs> really... Joe finds the Russian base. Speaking of depth, they search the depths of this camp and there's no people there.
2: The depths of this camp. Yeah. That the tents a, that was a bad segment I'm right.
1: trying to segue here Chad. I'm trying no to be a more depth, professional it's just podcast a, like a <laughs> tent
2: on the ground there are many tents they walk into a tent it's not like they go riffling through their
1: stuff and let me tell you this search was intense
3: this felt like a trap yeah
1: it 100% felt like a trap but i'm like the russians wouldn't do that to them not really no they definitely would they'd leave all their guns lying around and then uh, sneak up and knife them i don't understand like what I don't understand any of that. But, of course, the Cossacks then show up. The Cossacks. And the reference is made, hey, aren't those 1800s-era Russian horseback warriors? Why are they here in Alaska in the year 1985? At which point, I just wrote down the note, what in the serious fuck is going on with this episode? It keeps getting stranger and stranger and stranger. I will say this. uh, This is a bit
2: inconsistent, as I start out saying. In the name of the Tsar, Alexander II... Mm-hmm. I get that you have deliberately chosen not to, uh, or deliberately chosen to cut yourself off from the rest of the world. Yes. Why would you still assume that Alexander II was in charge? It's a great point. It's actually. it's been over a hundred years,
1: you know, all the people who founded this are gone. Right. Why it, would we need? It, I think their normal, leader would also
2: be gone by normal now. human spans of time. It's not like you froze time outside of your little town. Um, although I will say that this is interesting. In that, for the first 40-some-odd episodes, for the most part, we have had G.I. Joe versus Cobra. Right. Mm -hmm. Every once in a while, there might be some third party that makes an interesting situation.
1: Like the Egyptian gods.
2: Right. But it's always been, uh, we are fighting them, and that is it. A, B. Adding the October Guard adds a C, which is like, sometimes we're fighting them, sometimes we're not. We're both against Cobra, Friend of uh, f- uh, enemy of my enemy is my friend, b- and there's a grudging respect. Mm-hmm. But there's now this interesting third element party. The Cossacks, or this little thing, has now added a fourth party, that which is correct. Which probably yeah. will come back. Yeah, but it's like they get the writers are having a little more chance to have fun. There's levels, and, like, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and like these guys aren't bad guys. They're against us. But, but they, have a, they have a very thing. specific point of view, which makes sense. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have the seal. It represents what's great for us. No, you yeah. cannot have it because uh, uh, we find out the Romanov wasn't lost at sea. It found safe harbor here. Mm-hmm. Somehow we never found it, which mm-hmm. is a little weird because, you know, the, the Russian base was like one inch away from from their uh, uh, their territory. I mean, every once in a while we find a
2: uh, tribe in the Amazon. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: You know. I guess that's true, huh? Sure. But that, that Amazon is not in America.
2: I mean, Alaska, not really.
1: I appreciate Duke says, hey, we got this deal. Here's the exact situation we have laid out, that they're taking Alaska. We would really like the seal. Can we please have the seal so we can take it and then like beat the bad guys? And the guy looks at him and he's just like, no. (laughs) No, that's stupid. Nope, that's not happening. What are you even talking about, (laughs) man? Uh, and yeah. Throws uh, him in prison with the guard.
2: Duke is a terrible, uh, uh, persuader. Not a good negotiator. No, yet. is hey, can we have this thing because we want it?
3: Yeah. He, no? He what is wrong have, with you? He should have laid it out. He should have been like, here are some examples of things that Cobra Commander has done. Yeah. He should have appealed to their interests a hey, little bit. maybe
1: there's some things we can do for you. In exchange, can we borrow the seal for like a week? You know, and then we'll, we'll give you financial aid. I don't know what that yeah. looks like, but like, uh, uh. Duke just says, give me thing, because Duke want. Yeah.
3: I'm telling you, slow descent into madness. Mm.
1: It's true. Well, Cobra attacks the base after they're all thrown in jail. And amazingly, in one of the most amazing action sequences in a while, the hiss tanks climb stairs. And I don't know why that blew my goddamn mind, Uh but it was just like, oh, shit, they're on treads so they can climb
3: stairs. It (laughs) It made me laugh. It's like when you see the Daleks.
1: That is exactly what I was going to (laughs) say. You see them uh, elevate.
3: Elevate, and you realize they can fly all of a sudden.
1: (laughs) Well, Baroness steals the seal through all of that, and uh, uh, they go, hey, we have a deal, and the uh, the handshake deal goes on, and I just, there's an amazing moment that happens when uh, Duke shakes hands with the the Cossack leader and says, great, you can let us use the thing, and we'll help you fight Cobra, and then Breckhoff with the very end's like, oh, oh, I'm in it too.
3: Yeah. Uh,
2: I and he throws
1: the- his hand on top of the
2: handshake. The weirder thing is when... Uh- when he says, uh, will you give your word? I'll give you something else. I'll give you my word and my hand. And my
1: hand. In marriage? Yeah. What the fuck is that about?
2: <laughs> Why are you giving him your hand?
1: Literally, that's... you can have Duke's literal hand. Right. You can cut it off of his body if yeah. they fail. That I doesn't make any sense. I feel like this was sense. like
3: one second before he farted into it, and now he's like oh, trying God. to make it seem ooh. like it's He's like, giving him a stink ooh. finger? Yeah, Dang, like he's like brutal. trying to make, make it seem like, oh, this is very honorable. Other than, other than that, it makes no sense.
2: Yeah. Uh, also, oh, Like we... that made sense. <laughs> Can we back up to the other thing that doesn't make any goddamn sense? Is it dude, the
3: bear? Oh, no. I'm glad you
1: guys are on my side about this episode not it's making the sense. the dude
2: talking you. about, uh, you know, like, oh, God, they just blew up and destroyed our shit. And then he says. Worst of all, they they steal great seer.
1: Now, Tsar never trust us again.
2: The Tsar is dead. He's been dead for 90 years. they don't know that. They don't
1: know that. Uh, Schrodinger's czar is alive. Schrodinger's czar. Until we have proof no, he is alive or dead, we have I, to assume he was. I left think him. he
3: probably assumes like the czar had a kid who became czar. No, Just no, they like, still
2: said in the name of Alexander II. So they, they, yeah, it's yeah. not holding up.
3: Well, the maybe other they, thing, maybe it's like prison. If you're not scratching on the wall on the wall to show you how much uh, time has passed.
2: Oh, I, also, I just checked. By the way, uh, Alexander II died in eighteen eighty-one. So it's right around the same time that it been, says it would be. Yeah, so so that's not bad. Yeah. I, um, I
3: think the weirdest thing about this to me was is when the Baroness screams, "I have the seal! I have the seal!" So that everyone immediately looks at her and is like, "Well, there's the seal. Yeah, yeah. found yeah. the seal. Like, let's Should've go for her. Away. Yeah, she could have gone quietly was she away.
1: Sneak away with the hiss tanks. I mean, I mean, yeah. she could
3: have. She could have still. They wouldn't have known which tank it was in or where she was. But instead. She was like, look at me. Look at me, everybody who's fighting at the same time.
2: Uh, also, uh, just to uh, give you some further real world background, the great the, the actual seal of Alaska isn't a big fucking goblet. It's just that picture that you get. Like everybody's got a, you know, that seal is like big round thing. And there's oh, like yeah. some mottos and stuff sure. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seal of the state of Alaska, if you didn't know, is the only state which displays a seal
1: on its seal. Oh,
3: Jesus. Oh, well, of course cool. it does, though, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, the Michigan one has a deer standing on its hind legs. I love it. Oh, dear. I like animals.
3: <laughs> <laughs> really, Chad? <Jan? laughs> if Ray had said that, we would have killed yeah, him. Yeah, he would be so mad at me had I made that cat.
1: I mean, really, it's in the delivery. <laughs> uh, so the, the they all work together. They find a shortcut. So they're taking sled dogs, and because they have a shortcut, they're out running these hiss tanks. Because, you know, why not? Mm. And did you guys notice the weird moment when, yes, Yes. when Gung-Ho becomes Roadblock and vice versa? No. Go ahead and play the sound clip that Roadblock says with uh, Horror Show. You're not scared, my big friend, are you? Scared?
3: Who's scared?
1: Now I can point out, that's Roadblock talking. Uh,
2: Well, okay, here's the thing. Uh. His like his hand is over his mouth, and it's kind of hard to actually see his facial features. But he is colored like Roadblock, and he. But here's the thing: Gung Ho and uh, uh, Horror Show have that connection. Yeah, the they have a are, relationship. Uh, they're the ones yeah. that you know hate each other, yeah. and you know are sort of whatever. And, and it so fits it the Gung-ho, be Gung Ho
1: the Gung Ho story that he would be afraid of heights. Yes. he is that guy, not so Roadblock. You
2: would think that it would be a coloring error, like the uh, is just fucked up, and you know should have made him white. Except in that very next scene. The person that Horror show is partnered with is, is
1: Roadblock, Block. and it definitely like he's bald like Roadblock. He's yeah. missing that. It's not like it was just like Gung Ho, but Black. Yeah, it was just like it's legit Roadblock. But they there are no animation mistakes in GI Joe, as I've said many times before. So obviously, I will say Gung Ho working a ventriloquist act here.
3: I'd like to point out the fact that Chan just said uh, anyone who's not white, it's just a coloring error.
1: Wow, Chan, that's really racist of you. Why would you do that? because I am the architect. (laughs) Well, uh, so we, we have the uh, a battle happens. It's really like not really great battle that they just sort of like uh, ambush. Yeah. The his tanks, they charge them, they get the seal back and we're done.
3: They're ready to be mm. done with this episode.
1: They, mm-hmm. Literally, they're just like, we got to power through to the end because yeah, we are through. out of goddamn yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. Why did we spend so much time on that stupid advertisement that Gurky did? Mm. Um, so the, they decide, how do we possibly get this to Juno in time? to Because st- there's apparently a timer where once it's established uh, that he owns Alaska, he owns it forever no matter what information follows. Yes. Maybe. Yes. Um, yeah. So they have to get... It's cool, though, that they get the Romanovs sailing again. They use the hiss tanks to blow the ice apart. Sailing. I don't know the cool stuff. <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool. But then as they're on the Romanov and they're sailing to Juno, double cross. Sure. The October Guard pull guns in like the right. shortest double cross in the history of mankind. A seal, please. And you get the eyes. Wah, wah, wah. And then Duke's like, "Yeah, here's the seal. You can just have it." You have yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm
3: gonna be, I'm gonna be dead of syphilis in can't. three months. That's oh, why Jesus. I've been insane this whole time. So mm-hmm. I don't care. Do I've what got you want.
1: major CTE coming in my future, so I can't." <laughs> uh, so he just gives it to him, and then Cobra attacks again. Yeah, they're dispatched sure. almost immediately. At which point, GI Joe says, "We have the guns now. Mm-hmm. Give me back the seal. It's yep. the quickest double cross maybe in the history of anything."
3: Yeah. And then they're buddies.
2: Yeah, I and I don't have that big a problem with this because that is their relationship it's, it's like if I've got the upper hand I mean we're gonna you know go Joe and if you have the other hand you know new pagoti yeah you know
1: it's cool character stuff and I mean I understand it but if you're if you're powering to the end maybe take a little bit more time with what you're doing don't power to the end and then oh we have an extra minute. Nah, because that's kind of what ended up happening there. Uh, uh, the big laugh moment, the walk off, is Gurgi ends up getting the bill for all the crap he ordered that uh-huh. he can't pay. Sure, uh-huh. because he's not really the guy. Mm-hmm. And then, and then everybody laughs uncomfortably. Oh yeah, they do. And yeah. do we have a sound of the laughter? Uh, the, do. the image of the <laughs> laughter is weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: There's tube right there at the end. <laughs> and they're
3: all shaking like they're having convulsions. Like yeah. the way it's animated, it looks like it, like parts of their body are not attached. It's just a weird scene.
1: Yeah, they're having a seizure. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, sometimes, though, that's how every single, like, 80s cartoon ended, though, isn't it? Yeah. With just, like, everybody convulsing yeah. in laughter mm-hmm. over anything. Yeah. Whether it's airtight scaring the crap out of that poor guy by wearing a corn costume. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, whatever reason we have to find mirth at the end of the episode, Polly... Or the dog, uh, Timber, staring at the camera and making noises. Like, <laughs> oh,
3: we haven't seen Timber in a while.
1: No, we haven't well, seen we haven't Snake seen... Eyes in a while. Yeah. He was in the background. He's briefly in this. Yeah. He's in the Invaders, but he didn't have his wolf with him because that would have made no sense,
3: I guess. Uh, So Bechdel test, failed. Oh,
1: no, I had hope. Uh, yeah, are, there any, had, are there any women in this episode? We, like, we Scarlet's had, there, I guess. We had Pink Woman yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah, so. Pink Woman
3: Baroness. Baroness she none starts of them, out as the old lady. None of them yeah. communicate, huh? Nope.
2: Wait a minute. Did uh, did the Red October lady actually say anything? She, she had doesn't... more
3: lines this time than last time because in this one she says something while they're ta- – like when you first see them, okay. she's okay. talking. I don't
1: even remember her talking at all, but she often is yeah. not given the heavy lifting when it comes to the lines. Yeah,
3: she talks a little bit right off the bat about the seal. But you've got an
1: amazing – got Frank Welker playing a, a horror show. Like you're going to give him the meat of the stuff to say, right? Like that's just – Mm. I would. <laughs> Just uh, although we're also now missing uh, Wong.
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe correct. they realized he was annoying. <laughs> <laughs> or someone F. Marion killed the, them. Oh, no, they killed Wong. He's gone. Oh, no. They took us
1: seriously in a time vortex somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, guys. So anyway, that's, um, yeah, that's the Great Alaskan Land Rush. Uh, uh, definitely not the weirdest episode they've ever definitely
3: had definitely not I you guys not I'm alone top on this ten, one not, That's even, fine. Top not no. even top 10 not even top 10 weirdest no.
1: episodes No. Uh, and there are certainly uh, things to uh... you know what guys out there on Facebook I'm going to put a thing out there after this airs. <laughs> oh though. yeah That's wait no, hashtag, no hashtags. hashtag, hashtag hashtags.
3: is this the weirdest episode of G.I. Joe ever <laughs> Ray wants to know if it is <laughs> or, or hashtag there's been way weirder episodes Gina's probably right Chan's probably right to- not even in the top 10 End of hashtag now.
1: That's a good one. I was just going to say, people on Facebook and even Twitter, if you're out there, and I know you are because we communicate. But um, uh, what are you? What do you think of the ones we've done so far? The first fifty-two episodes of GI Joe. What are the three weirdest episodes? That we have done, and uh, does the Great Alaskan Land Rush fit as far as just like nonsensicalness goes, as far as the craziest stuff that's out there? I'm sure that nobody's going to put this one on their list, but I just think uh, nuts to bolts, if I, if I if I break it down, this one had the strangest combination of elements in it than any of the others.
3: Yeah, I, uh, Ghosts? Egyptian gods? Yeah, even then. I mean, because a games master, a, a, a games grossly huge game Crying master, Best episode right ever. there. Those are the top three weirdest episodes. Um, but I would
1: just say right now, like the whole thing is he stole the seal that they can't find. Go steal it back from him. And then you have it. They keep saying there's no legal thing we can do. Like America's ever worried about that before, especially in 1985 wrong person in power nothing we can do ray america burn well you know i've an entire 365 days until july 4th again so this
3: is this is (laughs) why this is why you're gonna be in guantanamo bay after trump gets elected
1: well i already knew that i'm the only
3: one who's gonna be walking free
1: Yeah, but you're going to be one of his wives. Oh, yeah. I can't wait. Oh, well, there you go. Hedge your bets, Gina. Hedge your bets. (laughs) Uh, Guys, that is is this episode of Knowing is Half the Podcast. Um, Contact information. Please give us a five-star review. If you have not already, we would like to release the He-Man episode. Uh, Hit us up on... Twitter at G.I. Joe podcast or on Facebook, facebook.com slash knowing is half the podcast. If you'd like to hit me up individually, I am on Twitter at Almighty Ray. I'm at 999 RPMs. I'm at Gina Ippy. And uh, hit us up over the weekend. Let us know what you thought of the Great Alaskan Land Rush. And we'll be back next week with potentially a special guest for an episode, which, of course, I'm very, very excited about. Yay. But let's uh, fingers crossed may or may not happen. We're going to hope it happens and then uh, and bring it to you. Tease. That's all I am, Gina. Playing That's with all tees. I am till then good night now it's afternoon ray